transfer window has come to a close, deadline day uh, yesterday. We brought two players in. We brought in Romane Edwards-Green and one that I'm particularly excited about, Anthony Scully. And I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast today, Jake Tong, Lincoln City supporter, Stacey West podcaster and sports journalist. I think that's the best intro I've ever had, Baz, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'll try to build you up here. Yeah, you, you are all those, aren't you? Just about, mate, yeah. Just yeah. about qualify as a journo. Thanks for, for having me back on, obviously. The subject is not something I was looking forward to, to discussing, given the fact that Anthony's probably been our, one of our best performers for the last two and a half years. It's a move that he deserves, and uh, I hope you guys get to see the best of him, because if you do, then be prepared for a bit of quality. You know, this, for me, is one way of introducing him to the Latix fans, and I'm quite aware of Anthony Scully because we spoke last season, and I did a preview, and I picked out Anthony Scully as the, the player to watch. And when we played you at your place, Sintel Bank, he scored the equalising goal to Callum Lang's opener. We did go on to win the game 3-1, but it was uh, quite impressive that day as well. Let's start at the beginning. Where did you mm. get him from? So we signed Scully from West Ham. Scully came through the same West Ham side as Declan Rice. If you look back, I don't know if you if you remember any of you listen. Remember, Soccer AM used to do this academy skill school thing. When it was West Ham's turn, there is like a nutmeg challenge of Anthony Scully against Declan Rice, and he had, he, he has Declan Rice on toast a few times. So we signed him in January 2020, so just before the lockdown from um, West Ham on a on a permanent deal. He'd been performing really well in Premier League too. And Michael Appleton, obviously, he's got the rich history of taking kids out of academies and performing well and turning them into superstars, really. And you know, he made a bit of an instant impact. I think he scored away at Acton. He certainly scored our last goal before lockdown um, in a 3-2 win against Burton. And he just took to the fans straight away. And I think that's what they like because he was, a, he was yes, he was a young kid, but he worked hard. To answer your question, we signed him from West Ham. I think it was on a three and a half, three and a half year deal, which which is a good piece of business considering. Uh, obviously, we managed to get a fee for him, and he's he's gone up and, and stepped up to a level. What can we expect from him? What type of player is he? I'll get the bad things out of the way. So sometimes this year, this might be because for the last year or so, maybe last eighteen months, he's had regular Championship interest. So it, you have got to think that that might be playing in his mind. He didn't say he wanted to leave, but obviously he's a player that has ambitions that wants to go on and represent Ireland. He's got the World Cup obviously coming up if he wants to try and get himself involved with that as well. So the bad thing is sometimes he's he's a little bit inconsistent. Obviously, I think he's 23, 24. You're going to get that from players of that age. His defensive, he doesn't quite like tracking back as much as he did. Obviously, we have a lot of goals come down the left-hand side last year, but that's about it really in terms of the cons. In terms of the pros, movement, second to none fantastic fox in the box he came to us as a number nine uh, Michael Appleton shifted him out to play on the left hand side we call it trademark Scully um, if you've seen highlights of his goals especially this season the goal against Oxford springs to mind on the left hand side cuts in on his right and when you do you might as well say curtains to the goalkeeper because it's going in the top corner regardless of what you do he's a fantastic player his movement is brilliant his timing of his, of his run is fantastic one of the gripes I've got with him is Lincoln fans describe him a little bit as a one-trick pony in the terms of the fact that when he's on the ball, he can be a little bit predictable. He needs to work on going down the other way. But I'm sure Liam Richardson and the coaching staff will be, be on it in with that. But that right foot is so devastating. Like, so it's so clinical. I, I, we were talking about the fact that I'm going down to Cambridge tomorrow for Cambridge away. And last time we won there, we won 5-1 without Scully. 
contributing or assisting. We would have lost one nil because he scored two and made three. So he's a fantastic player. Um, got things to work on as every player does, but pretty upset he's had to go, unfortunately. He scored quite a few goals for you. Mm. I'm interested to know, are they all screamers, like you've been mentioning, or, or, or does he do the tappings as well? Most of them are screamers. I mean, you go back, you look at the goals that spring to mind, the ones against Cambridge, one against Charlton last season, one against, two against, was it two or one against Fleetwood last, the, last season? The year we got into the playoffs, he scored a couple like it as well. They're pretty much screamers, but um, we played Doncaster in the Carabao Cup this year and he scored from about two yards out and Mark Kennedy said, our new gaffer by the way if you if you're Latix fans are obviously ex-Liverpool player and, and Man City etc, so he's known up your way. He said those are the goals if Anthony wants to get a championship move he's going to start to score and to be fair to him, like the goal against Doncaster, two yards out he was just there, right time, right place but he can score tappings, I mean he doesn't do it very often, he likes, he prefers the acrobatic and the scree- you know, the screamer to be prepared for it but he has got to get that knack a bit more. He's he's done it recently, but he needs you know to follow in a bit more. No screamers are plenty, uh, Baz. I, I hope you prepared for him because sometimes you, you think, how on earth have you pulled that out out the bag? Really, really, really good player. I can't speak highly enough of him. I really can't. And, and do you know what? Given how we've been mates over the last sort of two years, three years, whatever it is, I'm really happy he's gone to Wigan because you guys are a club that similar to Lincoln. You, you know, you, your crowds are not as big as those around you. You get a bit of stick for it as well. And I love the fact that you take the mick out of those teams, you know, not to mention Bolton, obviously points and stuff for, for winning the league. I might get a few Wigan fans following me for that. So, But no, yeah, I, I'm glad he's gone to Wigan, a proper football club. Who, you're not the biggest club in the championship, but you're going to give him some time. I think you'll give him minutes. Uh, and that's what he needs at, at 23 to develop. I've gone absolutely around the houses with that answer, Baz. I do, do apologise. But yes, good, good player. Scores a lot of screamers. Talking about not being the biggest, he isn't the biggest physically, is he? No. Is that to a detriment or, or does he angle himself? Yeah, I mean, he, he, he can throw elbows if he needs to. There's a lot of times he's played up front and he's been able to deal with a big birdie centre as a League One. Um, obviously, with the modern game, our full-backs are now getting pretty much athletic. You know, I think of Wigan, I think of Dariq, where he's not a, a little lad. You know, you've got full-backs that are, are, are really, you know, pretty much centre-backs just moved out to full-back now. And especially when you're coming up with bat threes as well, the wide centre-back, he, he can handle himself. He, he, he's not one that will, will just get a, you know, a, a tickle in the back and fall over. He's more than willing to to give what he receives. And trust me, he receives quite a lot. So, yeah, no, he, he, he holds his own. I don't think there'll be any centre-halves in the championship that will, you know, elbow him in the back and not expect something back. He's just that sort of bloke, do you know what I mean? One thing that Latix fans have been screaming out for is a player with pace because we we have a distinct lack of pace in, in the squad. Yeah. Is he a, a pacey player? Not blistering. He's not. You have to think that I'm comparing Anthony Scully at full speed to someone like Cohen Bramall, who is pretty much an Olympic sprinter. When they play down the left-hand side, Anthony Scully almost looked like a snail. But it... This is the thing. Our system requires quick wingers. So we've signed the likes of Jack Diamond from, from Sunderland, who's pretty pacey. And we've got Jordan Garrick, who is pretty much lightning quick as well. Anthony Scully is slower than them. He's not a slouch. He's pretty quick. But I wouldn't say his main attribute is his pace. I'd say his main attribute is his guile and his ability to cut inside. Don't get me wrong. I can imagine he'll leave a few championship defenders for dust. But... He doesn't need to use pace to do it. He's got footwork that is unbelievable. He'll, he'll, he'll bamboozle them with his footwork. So, yeah, no, not the quickest. And I hope you're not praying for him to be some sort of 
you know, 100, 100 meter sprinter, but he does all right. He's he uh, he gets from A to B pretty swiftly. And you you mentioned earlier on about Kennedy saying that he needs to to be scoring those tappings to get his move to the championship. Has there been a lot of interest in him this summer through the championship clubs? Yeah, this is difficult to answer. Obviously, being being a journey, you tend to be a bit more privy to these sort of things. Yeah, there's been interest. Um, I think you know I said to you the rumor clubs before pretty much. All, all of the teams in the championship that aren't those that are recently relegated from the Premier League have been interested in him. Blackpool, for obvious reasons, with Michael Appleton, they've been heavily linked. Um, Sunderland, over the last couple of days, they were heavily linked before Alex Neal then took the job at Stoke. Then you've got Blackburn have been credited with an interest, which would be good for you to, to feel you've got a signing in over Blackburn, no doubt. Yeah, there's been interest. No, We've had bids, but obviously, like I said to you earlier, we're the sort of club that go, we want the money for you that we, we, we want, or you're not going to leave. And ultimately, we're going to have lumped up the sum that, that we feel that he's worth and you feel that, that he's worth also, hence why you've been able to sign him. So, yeah, lots of interest. I think the interest has, has been rumbling on from last season as well. It, you know, we were expected to lose him last year. He had a really good year, the COVID season where everyone was out the ground. He was surprisingly in a front three of Brennan Johnson, Morgan Rogers, and, and, and Tom Hopper. He was sort of the 12th man last season. A lot of interest in him and, and, and thankfully he's managed to get that move because now it proves to those lads in Premier League 2 that they can come to Lincoln and get a move to a Wigan or a, a, a championship team, whoever's in the championship. So interest has been a plenty in him. I'm not sure we've had too many formal bids. We've had a couple, but obviously Wigan are the highest bidders and, and, and that's why he's wearing the uh, the blue and white. Yeah, it is indeed. And uh, I think we only struck the deal at 6.30 yesterday and he had to yes. hot foot it across, across the Pennines to, to get everything completed by 11. You know, So he's, he's yeah. pretty, pretty well there. I've no idea on fees, and I know you've mentioned to me previously you believed that they turned down a, a couple of bids around the 600k mark. So we're, yeah. probably, we're looking perhaps 700, 750, would you say? Yeah, I, I would suspect so. Um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's add ons onto the deal that, that, that if Anthony comes in and hits the ground running at Wigan, that, that benefit the club. Obviously, the, the statement that we know we retain a future interest in the players. So that means that we obviously have sell on clauses in place in case, you know, you decide to sell him for hopefully 35 million to some Premier League club in, in maybe two or three years. So I, I'm pretty sure that if everything is hit and it, it will probably just about total a million quid which means Scully could well be Lincoln's first ever million pound player um, which is a pretty big deal for a little club like Lincoln so I imagine it's sort of like 700k up front perhaps and then the rest will be add-ons and, and performance based you know if you listen to agents nowadays talk about rubbish in terms of contracts and bonuses and whatever so yes I, I suspect it to be eventually seven figures obviously we, we all anticipate Anthony's going to come and smash it at Wigan so I have no doubt that money will be land, landing in our uh, bank account sooner rather than later when you think about like championship clubs the fees that they're splashing around I mean it's a bargain for us if I'm being honest with you and I think we've got a great deal because I believe he is a quality player Lincoln City must be happy with the money that's coming otherwise he wants to sold him so it's good for all the parties isn't it and we've got him on a three year deal which gives us a little bit of stability with him as well. I'm so excited. I don't, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's yeah. brilliant. I'm really looking forward to seeing him in, in a Latic shirt. And I'm sure you'll be following his progress with us, won't you? 100%. I, I've been keeping my eye on Wigan ever since um, since that. I don't know if I, I showed you, Baz, didn't I? When I, when I, I, would do, I do a League One show with, with Ben, the Fleetwood, um, the Fleetwood Bogger, if you've seen him. And I got a load of stick off Bolton fans. Do you remember last, I think it was last year about attendances in Wigan, you know, having having smaller attendance than Bolton, but Bolton 
for somehow having all those for all them people they get in the ground they should have won the league or whatever so I managed to pick up a few Wigan followers and subscribers and stuff like that so I like the look of Wigan I think Anthony's a perfect fit really um, I think once James McLean sort of eases himself out of the team Scully is a perfect replacement um, in terms of likability as well but a really good bloke really nice you know always comes over to the fans applauds always come over photographs etc and and just a really down to earth guy so not only are you getting a really top player obviously also if you if you do somehow get relegated this year you've got a top end league one player ready for you when you come down but a really good bloke that you'll be happy representing Wigan obviously you're a working town uh, working class town so my emotions are, are pretty upset obviously to lose a player of his quality because they don't come along very often for Lincoln to put it into perspective and I know this isn't even part of the question Anthony Scully has pulled up similar numbers in a hundred odd games 120 odd games as Gareth Ainsworth did when he was at Lincoln and Gareth Ainsworth is a Lincoln City legend so ultimately I think in the future we're probably talking about a Lincoln legend so um, I will be following his career with interest and I'm really hoping that you guys sell him on for a nice little fee somewhere somewhere nice in the Premier League somewhere exotic and it, it benefits us financially as well that would be just about perfect It makes such a refreshing change to when you take a player from a club for one of their supporters to speak in glowing terms of it because they usually usually tell you how bad they are they always rubbish and I drove him there myself but we, yeah. we know that's not the case and I really appreciate you coming on Jake and, and letting us know. I don't know if I can plug Baz. I don't know if it, if that's allowed or not. Yeah, come over, of course. The, come over and listen to the Stacey West podcast, Lincoln City. We we had a really good interview actually with Mark Kennedy. If you're interested in in hearing about football transfers and how football clubs are running in the modern day, that's a really good listen. And then also the uh, podcast uh, that I do with Ben 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 Nappers, uh, Cards Vlogs over on YouTube. Every Monday, talking about League One. I know you guys aren't in it anymore, but it might be nice to keep you, keep yourselves up to date. So come over to, to Cod's Vlogs on YouTube and uh, uh, and give us a watch. So, but yeah, I'll, I'm done plugging now, Baz. I've, I've got a hungry cat that I think he wants my attention, so I best go and feed him. Yeah, you do that, Jake. And I know a lot of Latics fans do tune in to you and listen to what you say on a weekly basis. So once again, thank you very much. Always a pleasure speaking to you. Hopefully our paths will cross in the FA Cup this season. That'll be a nice trip for us in the third round. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, obviously, I hope it's in the Championship with my next path, uh, cross paths. But um, I think that's a few years away from us. But uh, yeah, FA Cup, Wigan away. My memories of last season uh, would be nice. Thank you very much, Jake, and catch you later. Cheers, best.